Welcome to the Femina Podcast with Nancy Wilson. Welcome to the Femina Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson again. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today I want to talk to you about plans, our plans. You know, are you a planner? Plans for the school year, plans for the birthday party, plans for Christmas and Easter, plans for next weekend and next summer, house plans, vacation plans, wedding plans, retirement plans. (laughs) You know, there are so many kinds of plans and it goes on and on. Well, you'll be glad to know that God is a planner as well. And though we may make plans, God's plans always overrule ours. And sometimes we might feel frustrated by that, but actually we should be very grateful. And so we're going to talk about why and so forth. All right, Proverbs 16, 9. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. So a man's heart makes lots of plans. You may make all the plans you want. There's freedom in making plans. But you must remember not to set your heart on those plans because God may have other plans. And this should be really a tremendous reassurance. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Now, we can't talk about plans without also looking at James 4, 13 through 16. So let me read that. Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell, and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance, and all such boasting is evil. This means that we should hold all of our plans in a very open hand. Lord willing is a wonderful phrase. These are my Easter plans, Lord willing. These are my house plans, Lord willing. These are my vacation plans, Lord willing, and so forth. But we shouldn't just insert it into our conversation willy-nilly. We should really mean it and believe it. If you make plans without reference to God, James says that is boasting, especially if these plans involve our finances. Finances are one of the most unpredictable things in the world. We think we're going to make a profit, but whoops, things changed. The market crashed. I needed the money for something else. Someone didn't pay me back. Whatever it is, things change. We can't count on anything, right? And we certainly can't control the weather as you make your picnic plans (laughs) or your outdoor wedding plans. So as you make plans, it's not the plan making that is evil. James says, it's the boasting that is evil. Don't be too hasty to declare what it is you're going to do. However, you know, given that we can't freeze in place, we're supposed to be moving forward and making plans and being fruitful. That's just the way we're made. We're imitating God, in a sense, by making our little plans, our day-to-day plans. But our mindset should be this, Psalm 37, 5. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. 
right? Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Not only is it wise to commit our plans and ways and steps to the Lord out of obedience, which is in itself a very good reason, but it also relieves our minds. We trust him. We've committed our way to to God, and we want him to either bless it or redirect us or protect us if it is not the right way. We line up our plans as best we can. We surrender them to him, and then we wait for him to bless and direct us. I see this particularly when we're traveling. A plane is late, a flight is canceled, and I just feel protected. Even if it is making things a little hectic somehow or other, it's nice knowing that all of that is in God's hands and not mine. And I could tell you some stories to illustrate it, but I press on. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. This is such a great verse. Let me read it one more time. For I know, this is God speaking, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. God knows his thoughts and his works. And I have to quote Matthew Henry here. If you're ever going to use a commentary, I heartily recommend his commentary. Matthew Henry, the Puritan who has a commentary of the whole Bible. And this is what he says about this verse of Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Known unto God are all his works, for known unto him are all his thoughts. Known to God from eternity are all his works. That's from Acts 15, 18. And his works agree exactly with his thoughts. He does all according to the counsel of his will. We, and I will say, on the other hand, often do not know our own thoughts, nor know our own mind. But God is never at any uncertainty within himself. We are sometimes ready to fear that God's designs concerning us are all against us. But he knows the contrary concerning his own people, that they are thoughts of good and not of evil. Even that which seems evil is designed for good. His thoughts are all working toward the expected end, which he will give in due time. So do you have plans? Submit them all to God. Ask him to direct your steps and your plans. Also, surrender your own, quote, control over them. Lay it down before the Lord. And then you can be confident that when your plans come to fruition, that it is the Lord who's done it. And when they don't come to fruition, you can be thankful that your trust was in the Lord and not in your plans. And this is a way to greatly relieve our minds of anxious thoughts about our plans or worries about all the contingencies, etc. So as you go through this day and this week, plan your way all you want. But remember, the Lord is directing your steps. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust him. He will bring it to pass. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hope you have a great day. If you enjoyed this episode, check out Productivity, a practical theology of work and wealth by Douglas Wilson at canonpress.com.